0: Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This week we're with Stephanie Courtney. And I am your host, Sophia Renea Morales. Stephanie O'Ryra Courtney is a listener and observer of things seen and unseen. She's a multidimensional energy worker and vibrational therapist working with color, light, and sound balancing divine healing, essential oils, and flower essences. She teaches well care for the new crystalline body as part of the team at Rise Wellbeing Center in Reston, Virginia. It was after a car accident in 1999, left her with physical, mental, and emotional challenges that she discovered biofeedback therapies. And as her recovery progressed, her journey took her along a holistic health path. She discovered the power of sound therapy for emotional healing and mental trauma after her marriage of many years ended. Gradually, she became aware that as beings, each of us Is a symphony of vibrations with an energy type that defines our experience as we interact with the world around us and other beings. And we must know ourselves as energy in order to understand our experience and make the best choices for personal wellness. I'm so excited to have you with me, Stephanie. Thank you for inviting me. Because you're not just a guest, but you're a friend and someone that I respect very greatly in this. World of vibrational, what should I call it? Um, cleanliness, if you will. Yeah. I, I think much, many of us are extremely um, clueless when it comes to that. Even the ones of us who are most dialed into it, who walk through this world as sensitives and healers, we don't pay a lot of attention to our energetic hygiene. And so, I like that we're going to talk about this today.
2: Yeah. Yes, it, it's big on my list. It has. Um, been the difference between life making sense to me and life making absolutely no sense at all.
1: Absolutely. Well, let's start back in the day before you were dialed in at all. Tell me a little bit about the path that brought you into this world and this work.
2: The path that brought me in was extremely physical. Um, As you mentioned in the intro, I was in a car accident in 1999. At that time, uh, allopathic medicine was all I knew and after the car accident, I remember asking the doctor uh, about my recovery because I was in so much pain and I was my life had shifted very quickly. I asked what the options that I had were and he wanted to do a surgery at that time and I felt I was too young for this radical surgery uh, where they were going to replace some discs in my spine. Uh, so I ended up choosing oh, a more. Yeah. That's, yeah.
1: that's not something you come back from. <laughs>
2: no, not very quickly. Uh, so when he didn't give me very good odds, um, he mentioned there was one other. And at that time, much like today, the choices were based on what your insurance would cover. Mm-hmm. So um, it, as it turned out, there was one more or less evasive, invasive past. That I could take called vertebral axial decompression, which was this going to this pain center and being on a rack for about 45 minutes every day where they did mass traction on this part of my back that was so messed up.
1: Oh, my goodness. It sounds almost more like torture than healing. (laughs) It was kind of medieval, honestly.
2: (laughs) But uh, long story short, After I finished with that treatment, I did not want to, I had taken so much pain medication over those months, um, it had started to take its toll on my physical health, I never felt like I was aware, I felt very debilitated, so I started seeing a naturopathic chiropractor Mm -hmm. who introduced me to acupuncture, acupressure, and biofeedback therapies, and my progress just skyrocketed from there. I, and I was hooked. So uh, it was nice to know that it's there were- It's
1: when something works, right? Yes. <laughs> like I'm not letting you. go of this, I don't yeah. care what shit you say. <laughs> not going back. Working. Not going back.
2: So um, that's, that was the beginning of my interest in holistic options. So
1: I... I- I'm gonna ask you a question I don't know the answer to. Um, how was it that you came across this naturopathic chiropractor? What what kind of string of events led you to this this individual?
2: I think it was a friend of a friend, just somebody in town that knew what I was going through and I was actually living in Springfield, Illinois at the time, but I was in a pain center in St. Louis, so I couldn't do a lot of legwork for myself in town. And yeah. I asked I just asked somebody if they knew a chiropractor that I could go to after I left this um pain center and they gave me a name and the rest is history (laughs) he he turned out to be amazing a really compassionate healer and at that time nobody talked about being quote a quote-unquote healer he just was naturally one
1: yeah yeah oh that's beautiful yeah. So what was your next step on the journey after you managed to heal your back pain? No, Look, mom, no surgery.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I didn't completely finish healing the back pain, but we moved. We moved from the Midwest to the East Coast, and I had to find medical care there to pick up where I left off in St. Louis. So I ended up finding a kinesiologist, an applied kinesiologist that also worked with massage and a lot of different options, holistic options.
1: Okay. And now for um, the folks out there who, who just went kinesiweta. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. It's a kinesiologist. It's, a, it's,
2: a, it's also, it's a, it's a kind of, it's a method that allows um, the practitioner to get energetic information from the body through muscle testing. Okay. Yes, and so, what is muscle testing then? Okay, so the body is an energetic composite, like I like you mentioned at the outset, and this is part of what I learned when I first started working with biofeedback. Is that the body is actually giving energetic information through different types of signals, we'll say, um, and it do, it can do that by making a muscle go weak or strong. This is just another way that the body tells us, gives us information about what is right for it and what isn't right for it. Right. So a kinesiologist is a trained professional that understands how to do this muscle testing or testing in other ways. There's, there are other ways to get the same information and what it means. Okay, so there's there's mappings. All of this comes from a composite of different, types of healing world from that come from all different areas of the world so some of its quote unquote chinese medicine some of its ayurvedic which um has its roots in also in in the east Mm -hmm. some of it some of it is naturopathy some of it is homeopathy you know all these are different areas of energetic medicine
1: yeah Uh, Earth wisdom if you will yes (laughs) exactly (laughs)
2: Exactly. And I only say energetic because everything is energy. Mm -hmm. Uh, The reason that some vitamins and minerals are right for you is because they have an energetic signature that your body needs, okay? Because we
1: are made of the elements, so. Now, I have a question for you. I I don't know what your experience is with this, but have you noticed that magnesium from one provider is maybe not quite the same as magnesium from another provider? Absolutely. Yeah, I have. (laughs) (laughs) what made you notice it (laughs) well it was initially mentioned to me by a naturopath um but i i wanted to kind of get your your vibe on it and see if you noticed that did someone tell you that or you just happened to pick up a bottle at walmart and go oh god no
2: (laughs) yeah pretty much that (laughs) Well, this goes back to knowing thyself, right? So once we begin to really understand what our body is trying to tell us in terms of what we'd like to eat, in terms of the kind of exercise that works for us, in terms of people that are healthy for us to be around, um, you know, the kind of water we drink, everybody's, people don't even realize it, but say you go in the supermarket and you you can't pick a kind of bottled water that you like, perhaps you have a preference of one over the other and you don't know why. But water has memory and water holds, you know, information. It's, it's a liquid crystal. So once we understand the nature of things as energy, especially the nature of our bodies as energy, the whole world just becomes a different, we navigate the world differently.
1: Okay, so you went to the kinesiologist now that we've gone down those rabbit holes. right, right. right. <laughs>
2: So uh, yes, I went to the kinesiologist and got all kinds of other new information about myself. He, you know, once I began to work with this particular person, uh, he referred me out for certain kinds of massage, um, other practitioners that used biofeedback machines that could give additional information, um, and I started to look at my body very differently as a whole energetic being. Okay, so that that branched into a lot of other things.
1: So oh, I'm, yeah, it opens up a lot of different doors. What right. was what was the door that opened up that took you down the path to become a healer yourself?
2: That actually was after my marriage ended. Okay, so I am known in this area as a, as a sound healer vibrational therapist. And once my marriage ended, I went into a very deep depression, because my world completely changed. I had been married for a, a really long time. And I went into a mental and emotional flatline, almost, you know, my whole body just didn't function the way I was used to. I found I couldn't work. I didn't want to be around people. My sleep was disrupted. My diet was disrupted. And a friend of mine suggested that I go to a sound bath. And I never heard of a sound bath. Uh, But someone talked me into going, and all I remember is I went and laid on a yoga mat for an hour and let this woman play different instruments. She played bowls. She used her voice. She had a shruti box. Um, All of these things to me at the time were very foreign. I've never seen them, and I guess they're what people would call (laughs) (laughs) woo-woo.
1: We but, we call a lot of things around yeah, here. Right. It's a wonderful category of stuff. <laughs> right. But
2: the net result was after that sound bath, I don't know exactly. I didn't at the time know what was happening in my body, but I was able to sleep. My appetite came back and I calmed down. So it gave me space for my body to rebalance itself. And then I was hooked. I had to understand more about the science and how it worked. So that I ended up going that direction.
1: Neat. And so, what was your next step down that road? Was it a class? Was it more sessions with her? Well,
2: it was actually it was, it was large. It was a certification with her to become um, a certified sound therapist, and we explored all the different types of instruments that go into this practice, the philosophy behind it, and then I started very quickly getting clients. Who wanted this done. So I have come through this as a a discovery process. Each time I work with someone and I discover what empowers them. Like it's different for everyone because we're all different energetically. But some of the things that I encourage people to look at about themselves in order to know themselves are what kind of energy are you? Like, you know, people come to me and they go, I feel so crazy, you know, my thoughts are all over the place, blah, blah, blah. Well, the first thing- I think I'm losing my mind. Yes, exactly. Or I can't sleep or, you know, um, I don't know why I'm so depressed is a great one. So there are different energy types that I've learned through this work and other bodies of work that certain types will absorb everyone else's energy around them. So perhaps they're living in toxic situations or they have a job they hate or, um, you know, there's something else in their environment. People are affected by everything don't realize it if they have a specific kind of energy field. So if there is one that's like a sponge and takes on everything from around them. Yes, those
1: necessary are by empaths, right? <laughs> yes. I, I, re- I refer to it as like the Velcro aura.
2: <laughs> well, and I have, it has a very specific name. Like this is yeah. part of my path. That is, we all have a design. Okay. So by human design, the kind of energy field that people that take on everyone else's energy have is called a generator field. And what that means is that you absorb everyone else's energy around you. If you know what's happening, you can ask yourself the question, is this mine? Yes. And if it's not yours, then you can do something about it. You can release it from your energy field.
1: Exactly.
2: But if if you feel like it's yours, then you just can't figure out why you feel crazy all the time,
1: you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, and the thing that I've discovered as an empath and working with other empaths is, you can heal your shit, you can't heal somebody else's shit. No, no. <laughs> so asking that question, is it mine? Determines actually what you can do with it and what you cannot do with it. Exactly.
2: Exactly. And then but then you know it gives you choices. Knowing yeah. yourself gives you choices, right? Um so that's part of it. Then also understanding that we all in our family situations, we all came here with a vibration that vibration was established by our name so the fact that you know every time someone calls our name there we are we are exposed to this vibration that is us and by that vibration if anybody knows anything about the law of attraction the vibrations that we carry attract certain experiences to us certain kinds of people to us so we have to understand what we are and who we are to really have the ability to make wise choices when we're presented with different things.
1: Absolutely. That's one of the reasons I love doing life blueprint readings for people is that gives them a really good peek into what it is that they're running and what their predispositions are and what their skill sets are. (laughs) Right. Right. I love to do that too. Yeah. So that's wonderful. So tell me a little bit about how your personal processes have changed based on this information that you have now? How how do you deal with your, engage with your life differently now that you understand that your energetic, energy vibrations and that you can be impacted by other people's stuff?
2: Well, this is a great place to segue to spiritual hygiene.
1: Yes, (laughs) I think so.
2: (laughs) Well, first of all, Spiritual hygiene is another layer of taking care of ourselves. Once we realize that we are energy, it is making sure that we clear our energy field, just like we take a shower, just like we brush our teeth, that we clear our energy field at the beginning of the day and before we go to sleep at night. So we can make sense of the world around us and know that everything that we're feeling, sensing, um, aware of is something that we've chosen instead of something that's We've been conditioned.
1: Yes. By. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Because society does like to condition us, especially yeah. to check off boxes. Husband, check. Education, <laughs> check. Two point five kids, check. <laughs> right. Right.
2: And all of those things that go into that role, check. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Sometimes, just it's just it's really simple. It's just like a mother knows their child is sick because suddenly something in their body doesn't feel quite right. Right. Yes. So. Yeah, it's, it's and a really and they know
1: it before Junior comes home from school and gets off the bus. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes, absolutely.
2: So, yes, spiritual hygiene is a little more in-depth, though. But, you know, I'll share as much as you would like me to about it.
1: I would love to understand some of the fundamentals of what people need to pay attention to in order to stay kind of clear and balanced on a routine basis. Mm -hmm. Um, I know I get a lot of clients who come to me as like an energetic mess a lot of the time, and then they'll come back a month or so later and, and it's like, it was really great for three days and then it started to kind of, uh, and then they're an energetic mess when they show up again. (laughs) Right. Right.
2: Well, a lot of it has to do with our thoughts, Mm -hmm. Um, our emotions, what we do with those feelings, our ability, I know it sounds really oversimplified, but our ability to forgive, to accept, to um, have compassion for things, try to see things as, as though we were standing in that person's shoes. So all of these are things that balance us out. But when we do them with conscious intention, it clears, it helps us clear our own energy field. So I just I have some some meditations that I use before I go to bed at night and when I wake up in the morning, and uh, those are how I clear my field.
1: That's wonderful. I'm going to pause you right there. I want to dig more into a few of the things you had in that list, like forgiveness and compassion and meditations, but we're going to go to break for just a moment. If you want to continue this conversation with myself or Stephanie or both of us, you can find us on Facebook. I am Zofia Renea, Z-O-F-I-A-R-E-N-N-E-A on Facebook, and you can find Stephanie at S C energy in flow on facebook it's all one word smashed together sc energy in flow and we will be right back so stay tuned
0: be sure to friend us on facebook you can do it right now visit facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for us at keyword voice america
3: and get Amplified.
4: Channel. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel.
0: You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to AskSophia at Transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self.
1: Thank you for hanging in with us. We're so glad you're still here with us after that break. Uh, we are talking with Stephanie Courtney. And we before the break, we were talking a little bit about spiritual hygiene and kind of how that shows up for her on a day-to-day basis. You mentioned... Um, that you do a fair amount of work with your emotions Mm -hmm. uh, on a daily routine sort of basis. And two of the things that popped out for me were forgiveness and compassion. Yeah. Um, And I know that those are frequently misunderstood by people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of the more common misunderstandings of forgiveness is that you're letting somebody off the hook. You're saying that what they did was okay. And I that hasn't been my experience of it. What's your experience of forgiveness?
2: My experience is that it lets me off the hook. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> right? I don't have to carry the energetic burden. The thing about emotions is there are some emotions that are very high, and there are some that are very low. And often in my practice, what I notice the most with people who carry very low emotions is that they also have physical um, presentations in different parts of their body, pain, some kind of chronic illness, and it always, always comes back to some low emotional state. In, in what, what do
1: you, Give me an example of a low emotional state. Guilt,
2: fear, shame, anger, pride, hatred, all of these That are currently so prevalent in mass consciousness, things you hear about in the media, you know, all of the backbiting and the meanness. (laughs) These are very low emotional states. So if we just allow ourselves to coast and we don't filter anything that comes into us as an energetic being, then we end up at the same vibration as the environment we find ourselves in. And that's a physical environment, yep. emotional environment, a mental environment, and the spiritual environment.
1: Sort of, sort of like an emotional reptile.
2: <laughs> the yes. frog
1: is the same temperature as the water. As the, in the water. That's exactly yes. right. So
2: once we are saturated with so much of this low vibration, our physical bodies actually begin to show it. So um, I start with forgiveness because that is so powerful in raising the vibration of the, of the individual. There are many things that will push us into those places of guilt, fear, shame, anger, blah, blah, blah. I mean, just take road rage. You got to go to work. Somebody cut you off, set you off. You know, you felt great when you left the house. Suddenly, you're almost at work and you're a mess, a mess. And, you're and, and you pissed know,
1: off and stressed, stressed out. out. Yes.
2: And you can't, you have such a tough time reining yourself in, okay, so you, so that you can start yourself on a higher vibrational note when you get to work. So you show up at work in that shape, in that state, and now all of a sudden, the whole rest of your day just goes downhill from there. Everything you attract to you is something else to put you back in that same state. That is the law of vibration. It's attraction. Yeah. You're just attracting what, what you brought to the world. So, so
1: what's a girl supposed to do? You've been cut off. You've had that emotional reaction. Now what? The first thing you
2: do is you breathe. Okay. <sighs> you breathe. Yes. yes. And, and then you say,
1: is this mine? <laughs> and the answer is no, it really wasn't. Is no, it really
2: isn't. Right. <laughs> and so you say, is this something I have to carry? If the answer to that is no, you just let it go. And I know it sounds hard. But you just say this isn't mine. This is this is not my burden to carry. I'm just going to let this go. But there are other things that can really help. Uh, I was going to
1: ask: Is there kind of a crutch maybe that I can use to kind absolutely. of help me to that yeah. state?
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And this is where I use oils and essences very on the regular. So there are there are essential oils and there are Bach flower essences I use that are like magic. You know, they calm you yeah. right down, bring you right back into center. But the, the base of this whole thing is to set the intention to be in a higher state of yeah. vibration, right? Nothing's yeah. magic. Nothing's magic. And Do you it's have a, a
1: particular uh, flower essence that's especially good for counteracting things like road rage.
2: <laughs> yes, actually, uh, Rescue Remedy is mm-hmm. perfect. And you can use it on people and animals, it's absolutely perfect. Um, there are many, that's like another whole radio show. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure it probably is, but I'd like a
1: couple of concrete things that people could go, oh, I'm going to go get me a bottle of that Yeah, <laughs> in my glove um, compartment. <laughs> well,
2: there, there are some essential oils as well. Um, if you're ungrounded, I love Valor. Um, mm-hmm. there's Oh, geez, Sophia, we're getting ready to go down the rabbit hole here. There's so <laughs> many, so many. And I don't want to slight anyone by just naming one or two.
1: Exactly. No. Okay, but that's a good one to have in your glove compartment, for example. Yes. But there are yes. other places where there are dramas and stuff that happen. Let's, let's take we've arrived home and the kids are traipsing in from school and the husband's traipsing in from work and everybody's dragging all of that low-level crap in with them. What might be something nice to have in the entryway?
2: (laughs) I would say tuning forks. Okay, cool. (laughs) I know know it sounds odd, but um, there are a couple of tuning forks, a C and a G fork Mm -hmm. uh, that you can literally instantly calm down everybody's nervous system. So if the kids are running in screaming and, you know, completely out of control and one of you, you or your partner have had a rough day at work, um. There are combinations of tuning forks, any perfect fifths, but the perfect fifth I use is a C and a G on the solar scale,
4: mm-hmm.
2: and it's very simple to do. You just like hold them at your ears, flip them around, like switch the switch the uh, sides, switch yeah. the sides, hold them to your ears again, and then I do what I call a sound shower, where I touch them together and I wave them through my entire energy field, um, and it just it's it really does it's amazing. It just calms things right down. And I like the tuning forks because I can toss them in my purse, you know, I could put bring them on a plane, I can bring them with me everywhere and they reset my morphic field so I can balance myself. So they're a self-empowerment tool.
1: That's wonderful. I love self-empowerment tools. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Yeah. So in terms of of hygiene and keeping oneself clean, what is kind of your daily routine around that? There are several
2: things. Since I work with energy, I do um, probably more than most people do. But I have a meditation that I do where I ground myself and I put myself in a column of white light. Um, And I set some parameters for my space, like I claim my personal space and there's some things I allow in my space. I say it out loud to myself. Mm -hmm. Some things I allow in my space and some things I do not allow in my space. I set the parameters for how far around my body that goes. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thank my body then. I turn inward. I go in and I thank my body as an intelligence. uh, And I ask my body to work with me to help me understand what's going on in my world. So I... I am, you know, we're, we're all in charge. That's why they call it inner work. Yes. So, you know, I, I do, I thank my cells for being intelligent. I thank my brain for being clear. I thank my digestive system for helping me digest, not just my food, but also everything that's coming into my field that day. It's still digestion. right? Yeah. So, yeah. And it's, uh, it sounds really simple, but, That's what this is about, going back to what?
1: Going going back to basics. To the
2: basics, to the harmony of the basics, right? Absolutely.
1: So So give me an example of perhaps what intention one might want to set for what comes into one's space. Okay. So
2: um, you could – I'll just give you what I personally do. Okay. That I only allow loving thoughts, peaceful words – to come from me, and that I, I request that whatever I put out is all that comes back into me. Mm-hmm. And that if something is coming my way that is not love, that is not harmony, that is not compassion, that it be reabsorbed or transmuted to something that's more beneficial when it yeah, hits like my field, yeah. that that it be transmuted to a spirit of peace And returned to the
1: sender as a spirit of peace. Spirit of peace, yes. Um, That's so very confusing to people who intend you harm. (laughs) I just know (laughs) what? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I got peace back from that. What?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, true. Um, I also, I'm also a big proponent of salt baths. Uh, Salt has the ability to pull. Anything that is not healthy for us, not just out of our physical bodies, but we have many layers. We are not what we think we are just by looking at the body. Mm -hmm. So the bodies that we are aware of, as most people that work with energy, are the um, the, the, the physical, the etheric, the emotional, mental, and the spiritual body. So I'll say like five layers. But there are others as well that we are beginning to activate now. And the salt water baths will cleanse, you can set the intention to cleanse all the subtle bodies of anything that no longer serves us. Yes. And this is where um, I get most of the cleansing of dense emotions and looping thoughts and that kind of thing. When I take a salt bath, they just leave if I ask them to leave. Yeah. So it's, everything's based on ask and receive, Okay. And the universe always gives us what's for our highest good. If we ask for something and we're not getting it, then we need to ask why we're asking it. What is the intention?
1: But well, we, it, we're coming into this. it's worth looking at how we're asking for it. That's <laughs> true, well, too. I, true, I find it, it's beneficial for myself if I'm not getting what I want to look at the question that I'm putting out there.
4: Right.
1: Because I know from my own childhood, I was taught, to ask a lot of really crappy questions like why me oh that's <laughs> get really any good worse point. <laughs> let's let's <Yeah>. go <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really <laughs> i don't good think point. i want the answer to those questions right.
2: excellent point yeah i hadn't thought of that before but the power is in the question that's a really good point you make
1: yeah, totally. Totally in the question. Is there anything that you recommend putting in the salt water bath, or is it just straight Epsom salts?
2: Oh, no, that's where I love to pull in the essential oils. Okay, so you know, some lavender, there's a ton of different ones. You just pick what you need. Do you need a pick me up? Do you need a calm me down? You know, just there's give, some. Give
1: me an example of a nice pick me up to go in there
2: orange. Like orange. orange
1: oil. Ooh, yeah. I like that idea. Yes.
2: Yeah. So, or some spicy ones, you know, think about the teas you like, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know how those, there's the spice teas that you like to drink in the morning. You can put the same oils in your bath water if you want to be energized. Lemon, orange, um, are my two favorites. I think eucalyptus. I also like, cause sometimes I'm sore after a workout, um, But there are some others. There's some great blends, and I'm not going to get into different blend names because there's so many different um, essential oil makers out there. I don't want to slight anyone. That's why I'm staying very general. (laughs)
1: Let's talk about how one might select one. Let's say we're standing at Whole Foods in front of an array of different essential oil options. Um, How would you go about choosing something on a vibrational
2: that's a tough one because the purity of the oil is what, is, what dictates the vibration. So I, I happen to use a kind of oils that will publish the vibration of the oil. And I use them therapeutically. So that is important to me, but it may not be important to you. Uh, the biggest thing I look for in if I'm trying to get the highest possible vibration oil is how is the purity. Is it pure oil or is it mixed with something else? Like obviously, a carrier
1: oil, sort of
2: carrier oil, right. So obviously, if it's diluted, it's not going to have as high a vibration as an oil that isn't. Um, the other ways that you can bring vibration in, though, is uh, it doesn't have to be in an oil. Buy yourself some fresh flowers. I mean, roses, rose oil is the highest vibration of any of the oils. Well, no, that's not true. That's not true. I have to take that back. But roses, in terms of a flower that you can get readily available to you, is a very high vibrational flower. So sometimes what I've done, if I don't have the oil, is go to you know, in an organic market and get myself a dozen roses and I pull all the petals off and toss them in in my bathwater.
1: Oh, there you Uh, go. Now, doesn't that feel decadent? It does. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It's
2: awesome. Um, The other thing is I keep them in my house all the time. People say, why do you always buy yourself flowers? Well, because they raise the vibration.
1: Yeah, very much so. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. I like that. Yeah. So, you know,
2: plants, I can't say enough about having plants around Uh, For those of you who are into crystals, crystals also raise the vibration of a space if they're kept clean. Um, Yeah, just art, anything beautiful. Beauty is spiritual. And so when we surround ourselves with things that make us feel joy, those always raise the vibration as well. And, And also keeping your space uncluttered
1: <laughs> oh God! It's like you just looked at my office. <laughs> that's yeah. this week's mission. <laughs> okay.
2: Yes, keeping the space uncluttered is very important to keep the, vibra- the vibration higher. Clutter lows
1: <laughs> oh, all the dirty laundry is coming out this week. <laughs> Sorry, you asked me. But anyway. Um, we are going to move into another commercial break on that note (laughs) when we come back we'll talk more about what you can do uh, on other vibrational parts of the spectrum besides the essential oils Uh, if you want to catch up with us on facebook again i'm sophia renea z-o-f-i-a-r-e-n-n-e-a and stephanie is sc energy in flow And you can find both of us there on Facebook. If you are interested in a soul contract reading, there is a group soul contract reading coming up this July, the second Saturday with Sophia. is going to be a group soul contract reading. So if you go to com, you can sign up and learn more about getting to the basics of who you are, why you're here and what turns your crank. (laughs) So hang with us and we'll be right back after the break.
2: Radio is broadcast
4: live Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in every week to the Voice America Influencers Channel for The Movement with Shannon D. Hughes. It's all about what's happened in the past that determines the future. Everyone has their up moments and their down moments. The pendulum is always swinging between the victories and the pitfalls in our lives. But each of these serves as success points that we learn from and move forward. Listen for The Movement every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on The Voice America Influencers Channel
3: sustainable success
4: Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel.
0: You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's one 472 5795 Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at co. Now, back to Sovereign Self.
1: Thank you for hanging in through the break with us. This is Sophia Renea Morales. I'm here talking to Stephanie Courtney. And... Before the break, we had talked about some different ways you can bring vibration into your space and adjust your vibration using essences. Um, I know you can do it even more directly using things like crystal bowls and tuning forks and this kind of stuff. If you're new to this world, how do you kind of determine what's what's your instrument? What's going to be the thing that's going to work the best for you?
2: I think what helped me the most was going to a sound bath and seeing how you react to certain types of instruments Um, and knowing why you want that particular instrument. There's different materials affect the energy body in different ways. So, for instance, the metal, bowl, anything metal tends to work really well with the the parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system with anything having to do with the brain, uh, the nerves, calming the nerves. And so I... If, if that's what you would like an instrument for, either metal bowls, some people call them Himalayan bowls, some people call them Tibetan bowls, but their metal bowls might be an option because they're very calming that way. They tend to shake out things, dense energies in the field, mm-hmm. and just make you feel very calm inside. Uh, the, their, the crystal bowls are tuned to a specific note. And for those in the audience who have an understanding of chakras, these are energy centers in the body that respond to a specific note off of those energy centers um, if you know anything about chinese medicine about meridians or nadis each one of those meridians and and our nadis are these energy pathways that move move energy into the physical body energy in and out of the physical body and give us energy to live life okay so Uh, Do we really
1: need to like intellectually understand any of that or can no. we just go in and, and... That's why I said,
2: if you want to know what you respond to, go to a sound bath. And at a sound bath, you will probably get exposed to several of these different types of instruments. I'm just mentioning what the different categories are and how they work. Yeah, super. So, so if you have, for instance, stomach problems, they may be connected to your stump, the, the energy center in the stomach, which is the solar plexus. And there's a specific note for that. Okay, so you may like a crystal bowl to work with, to work through some of that, but maybe not. So if you go to a sound bath, you will know. Uh, or maybe it's a gong that really rings your bell. You know, gong. <laughs> <That'll laughs> bump. <laughs> right, right. So gongs work on the the energy bodies totally different because of so many different vibrations and so much deep resonance. They literally and shake. are so much more themselves. intense. Yes, they are intense. And some people need that. And some people, it terrifies them. And the only yeah. way you know what's right for you is to go expose yourself to it. So I talked a little bit about tuning forks. Um, tuning forks also have some very specific uses. There are ones, um, you know, t- there's so many different scales, okay, of tuning forks. Um, the most basic, if you just want to do some self-healing, is the solar a solar set of tuning forks. And they work on the physical body and the parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous systems. Okay.
1: And how many forks is in a solar set? A solar set has eight forks, but you don't
2: need eight. If you're just getting started with this, I say if you have three forks, you're golden. And okay. there's, no, there's three notes that you... That, you know you can use it on yourself, the whole family, and you know if you want more information about that, you can email me later. I'm happy to link you to some uh, very good quality forks, but just three tuning forks. We'll do all of it. And two of them are unweighted forks. and then the third fork is what we call a weighted fork. The weighted forks are used directly on the body. So say you have a muscle spasm or you have some tension in a tissue, you know knot in your shoulder or something you can put the weighted forks directly on the body and the unweighted forks are used off of the body, usually near the ears or like over tissues in the energy body is where they generally work. So I say, yeah, that's the best, easiest way. Get yourself to a sound bath where there's a a plethora of different instruments and see what you respond to. And then ask, like go after the session's over, go ask the um, sound healers where, you know, how, how it works, you know, where do I get one? Shaman- what is it called? <laughs> what is it called? Yes, and, and those aren't the only ones. Uh, some of the most effective instruments are what we call shamanic instruments. So these are drums, you know, maybe it's a Native American drum you need if you're working out emotional stuff. Maybe it's a rain stick if you have bladder or kidney problems. Maybe it's, uh, you know, it could be rattles. It could be it could be anything. But yeah. we, you have to expose yourself to it before you know how it will benefit you physically, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally.
1: Yeah. And, and which one's really gonna be the one that you want to bring home. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I like that because you could spend a lot of a lot of money out there buying, well, a metal bowl and a crystal bowl and a right, and right. never narrow in on what your thing is.
2: <laughs> right. And never use it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which is sad. And then you have to find somebody else to adopt it. <laughs> That's true. Very true. Yeah. So hmm, how does one go about finding a sound bath?
2: You can Google sound bath in your area. Most yoga studios uh, have someone in now to do sound bath. That is what I do for Rise Wellbeing Center. I do a sound healing over people that come for the restorative yoga class or the yin class. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of... I'd, yeah, I'd start with yoga studios. It's very prevalent, yoga studios.
4: Okay.
1: So let's say I've been to a sound bath now. I've narrowed in on what really seems to resonate with me. And I've got my first instrument or instruments, depending on <laughs> what it was. Uh, now what do I do? Well,
2: hopefully when you were introduced to the the um, instrument, you at least experienced how it was used and you asked some questions at the time that you bought it. But when you get it home, depending on what it is, I always cleanse it. Okay. Because everything has consciousness. So you want to establish a relationship with whatever instrument you bring home to work with you.
1: And so how do I cleanse this unknown instrument? <laughs>
2: okay. So if it's a crystal bowl, you rinse it in water and sit down with it, you know, in a meditation, or I do a, I do every a lot of stuff in meditation, where I just sit with it and ask it to please, you know, welcome it into my space and uh, thank it for whatever it can offer me in terms of wellness. And I say, you know, I, I, I'm open, teach me how to be more well. And you'll find that once you, you need to play them as often as you can, it's, you know, that's how they become what they can fully be. They, they need to be played, mm-hmm. especially the crystal bowls. I'd say all of them. I, I'm sitting here looking at all of mine and they all like to be played very
1: often. And <laughs> Don't same, leave me gathering dust. Right.
2: right. And, the, and with the tuning forks, I add it to my morning routine. I just leave them in the bathroom and I take a sound shower before I put my clothes on. <laughs> I know it sounds weird. <laughs> I have a regular shower and then I have yes, a sound have a shower. shower. Yes. And you should see the face of um, the, the maintenance man's face when he comes to change the light bulbs in my bath. Right. All stuff in there. <laughs> uh,
1: I do not want to know what's happening here. Or maybe I, do. <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> but yes, yeah, the less elaborate, the better. Okay. Because it's, it's not realistic to say to think you're going to do a lot every day. It's just too much.
1: Is there anything that you should not cleanse with water?
2: I probably wouldn't cleanse my drum with water. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so what do you do with it instead? Um, I
2: smudge. I don't know how many people in the audience are familiar with that, with a smudge. But a smudge is, I use a uh, sage or palo santo either one and, and uh, these are cleansing like cleansing ways to cleanse with smoke I'll right that
1: way right yeah i like yeah. sweet grass
2: oh i like that too it's yeah. really nice yeah so those are yeah that's the way i cleanse drums rattles um any of my rain stick was cleansed that way yeah
1: very nice very nice oh let's see what else What other tips do you want to give our viewers about maintaining their energetic hygiene? We've got about four minutes left in the show.
2: I really suggest that before you race off and do anything, to learn more about yourself. I love that you do the soul contract readings. I think that's really important for a person to understand what is in their name that's causing their life to be, you know, to be experienced the way that it is. Uh, The other thing that you can do is learn about your, your um, human design type. That's how you learn about your energy and how you interact with other people. Is mm-hmm. this mine, you know, yes. <laughs> or not? Because there's, there's, there's one energy type where it's, it's a projecting energy type. So these are the people that when they get near you, you're like, oh my God, that person's in my space. Well, you'll understand why you feel that way if you know the kind of energy that you are. Um, also really sit with your beliefs your beliefs, and what's in your environment. Like what are what roles are you in that aren't really you? We have to get back to this learning about our authentic essence, what is being imposed upon us versus what is coming from within us. Yes. Because everything that's not coming from within us is getting shaken to the top now, and that's all the stuff that's disintegrating and falling apart. If we understand it as an energetic um, occurrence rather than, oh, my God, my life is falling apart, we can make better choices.
1: Yeah, well, and it reduces the amount of panic going on.
4: (laughs) Exactly,
2: exactly. And there's also something very important that I've just learned about called a galactic signature. And this is kind of forward thinking, but just like we had, we have a vibration that we were born with based on a name that we've carried all of our life. We also have a signature in this period of time that is a cosmic citizenship blueprint. Hmm. And that's called the galactic signature, and that is something that I speak more on in my class. Know thyself,
1: and so this is separate from like an astrology.
2: It is. Some people are trying to equate it to that, but it doesn't feel the same with me. To me, it is a different. It's an. It's a, how to identify our purpose on the planet as we move forward into this new experience, which is based on vibration and not a construct. So it's a whole body of work. It -hmm. deals with the calendar that is the follow on calendar to the Mayan calendar that ended in 2012. Uh, So this is galactic, a galactic calendar. Mm -hmm. And it looks at how we are as energy beings beyond just the flat perception that we have of ourselves as a physical body, because we are so much more than the sum of our parts. Yes. So right. <laughs> so this looks at where the karmic blueprint, the soul contract, looks at what we came in with that we had to. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's almost our like
1: plan. It's <laughs> our
2: clan, right? That's it, that's the, the punitive blueprint. I call it. Yeah. it it's well, and it,
1: it can definitely feel that way. <laughs> yes.
2: If we don't know how to understand what's happening there, it does feel that way. Where this is an expression of our potential. As beings in you know in this new energy that's coming of service to others, so it's quite beautiful. It's the reverse of what we have been trained to think. Oh, life is hard. No, life is a struggle, and all of that kind of stuff. Yes, right. So this identifies our talents and our potential as beings in in the vibration that we were born into as well. And okay. it's um, it's lovely. I just I just love sharing this with people because it's a different place to start looking at where do I begin again? Especially, exactly. yeah, especially for people who have been through a lot of shift and change, and are really upset about some of the ch- changes that have just happened. Oh. This is a beautiful
1: starting point. Okay, perfect. So we're going to have to wrap up for the day. If you would like to learn more and connect with us, uh, again, you can send an email to Sophia at transformationspace.co. I can always have the handshake to all of our guests, and you can get involved with one of Stephanie's courses going forward, or you can go to com and get registered for a Life Blueprint Reading. Either of those is a fabulous place to get started on keeping your energy hygiene at a much higher level. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Bye-bye.